All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about sheets. One sheet or two? I don't give a sheet. The shortest running prime minister, prime minister ever? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> um, little Kanye West, your Washington commanders, and NFL siblings. Who's the best the pair best of pair? siblings in the NFL? Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. I'm Deacon Bill. And I'm Dr. Rhonda. And this is a podcast where we are going to talk about real events, like we're sitting at the kitchen table at home. We are sitting at the kitchen table, folks. So pull up a chair and come and join us, and welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. Quick disclaimer here. The views that we express on this show... Our views, people, our views. ...are just ours. They don't represent the views of the Catholic Church or any church within the Catholic Church or any or other church. Or any educational institution. It is the doctor's views or my views, and that's it. Yes, but we're also sure. looking to learn more about what you think on the show. So please share with us. You can reach us on Twitter uh, or Instagram or any of those other social media Facebook. ways that you reach people. Uh, but we'd love to hear your thoughts on topics uh, or anything else you'd like us to, uh, to do on this show. Because the deacon and the doctor should be inclusive for everybody. So thanks for joining us. Hey, Deacon Bill. Hey, Dr. Rhonda. How are you doing today? Doing great. We had a fantabulous weekend going back to our alma mater. Yes, it Go was Navy. nice to see um, classmates. So we, we did miss a week, but we were in full reunion mode. We celebrated our 25th reunion, although we're too young for that. Well, I might be too young for that, but you <laughs> just celebrated a milestone birthday. Happy 50th to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I... I think people, a lot of people just say this, right? But a lot of people came up to the reunion and said that I look just like I did back then, which means I really looked old when I was in college. Is well, that what that means? I mean, not for nothing, but your roommates were saying you were the 50-year-old man <laughs> when you were 20-something. So maybe you did, Bill. I don't know. Well, And I was also uh, overjoyed that so many people have listened to the podcast, but we want to throw a special... Sp- Shout out to uh, Chris and Jennifer out there. Great to see you both and happy to have you on board as faithful listeners to the podcast. Yes. And for those new one, newbies that are joining us on this episode or you've listened to all the rest of the seasons and you're just catching up, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Welcome to the bandwagon. Plenty of room on the Deacon and the Doctor bandwagon. Bring your friends. So I have a question for you. Sure. Like, so yeah, you just celeb- you celebrated the Big Five-O. Yeah. Like... You know, you didn't really celebrate 25 big, right? So at what age do we start celebrating the... I had a pretty good blowout for 40. So did you. I think we oh. both did pretty good 40-year-old birthdays, right? I think 21 oh, yeah. Yeah. 21's probably 21's a good, a good one. And yeah, 40, when everything else starts going downhill, your knees start aching. Yeah. Everything nothing, just goes to hell in a handbasket. Let me tell you all out there, nothing gets better after 40. So, well, <laughs> enjoy it while you can. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. Boy. 
Um, but it, it it did the one thing that's gotten better. I mean, as much as I joke about it, but it's it's your nice. Your bank account. Maybe that's <laughs> that. That's getting better, and it'll be even better when the kids get off of the bank account. But um, yeah. I mean, I'm thankful for each day. Amen. But Amen. boy, oh boy, these aches and pains keep coming. That's right. That's God's way of letting us know that we're gaining experience. Yeah. Some some lady was like, oh yeah, you know. When you go through menopause, it's like you you get your wisdom. Like <laughs> I don't want wisdom. I'll I'll pass. That's right. Hard pass on the wisdom if I could just you know. So we're talking about longevity here. Yes. Somebody who didn't have a whole lot of longevity across the pond. Oh, are you talking about Liz Trust? I know that's a horrible British accent. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't make it very long. Six. Weeks? Six weeks. I mean, she's like, oh. I mean, Hollywood marriages last longer than that. She lasted well, as... not all of them. No. Jennifer Lopez, I did think of... She had one marriage less than six weeks. Four, yeah. four days, two days, 20, 21 days or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that's a six way of saying, you know what? In for every an elected official? Well, the, the thing about it, everybody said that... You know, they had compared her to, oh, she's going to be like um, Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. Because they're both women. Because you have well, to compare two people that. Well, know, I'm just saying the comparisons were like there. Every white NBA player has to be compared to Larry Bird. Like, no matter if their game is nothing alike, <laughs> that's all we can do is compare white people. Well, to, there's some different you know, white players that can be compared to. They could be, but everybody's lazy. Does everybody say Larry Bird? Larry Bird, I feel like, is. is Gone, like he's not he's not mentioned as you much still now. Still hear white players compared to him. It it ain't like it used to be. Okay, right? but for a good ten years after he retired, every white player still got compared right. to him. I mean, but that, just like how long Jordan been out of the game, people are still comparing everybody to Michael Jordan. People might compare no, but, the best like LeBron. Well, right, you because yeah. I mean you're not comparing. Like, why would I compare yeah. Javale McGee? People still talk about Michael Jordan. Yeah. He's mentioned in yes. his game. Like, who had the better game? You know, Michael Jordan, Kobe, Kobe LeBron, yeah. you know, LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who had the better game? It's going to all, that's kind of like human nature, right? Who is the best? Yeah. No, 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 I just mean, I think it's a lazy comparison to say, well, she's a woman, so we can only compare her to the other woman that we know. Well, generally about. speaking, do do we compare? Like, when you have leaders, are you like, oh, you know, she's like Patton. Nobody says that. No. Right. Nobody's going to say that. No, I, I've, I've, if you can give me an example of like a woman in a leadership role being compared and saying, oh, yeah, she's like guy, whoever. You, it's right. People the tendency don't is to do that. The tendency lazy, is to like, go. But, but like, is it laziness or is it just I, a I tendency so. to look because for? Because let's say her politics are 180. And to be honest, I have no idea what her politics are. Right. Or. Well, I, yeah, I just know Margaret Thatcher's politics were. I just know she couldn't get anybody to agree on anything, right, right, and things right. were in the tank. But, but like, go ahead. No, nah, I'm just saying, out. like, if there had been a prime minister who had the same political views as she did, and Margaret Thatcher's a complete 180, they'd still compare her to Margaret Thatcher. That's my only point. I'll have to do a little informal uh, checking on that one to see. You know, I mean, Dirk Nowitzki, whose game was nothing like Larry Bird's. Always got compared to Larry Bird, like it's, he did. I wouldn't have compared. Him. Right, 
But it's a lazy comparison. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know? Um, I agree. But anyway, yeah, we've spent longer talking about it than she spent as prime minister. So <laughs> You're right about that. She couldn't get those gas prices down and the people were revolting. So the young people out there, did you know this? They don't put sheets on their bed? They put sheets okay, on their bed. Okay, they put a sheet, but they don't put sheets. Plural. So, so are, Why is this? Well, because I mean, let's let's go back to when we were twenty somethings. We weren't really sleeping in well, the hole. We were twenty somethings. We were having to put hospital corners on our on our, our bed. In our bed. But we had the fitted sheet. Did we even have the fitted sheet, or was it a flat sheet? No, no there were two flat, two flat you sheets. Just had right. To fold them, yeah. So you had two flat sheets. Yeah. So okay, everybody, flat sheet, fitted sheet. The the option now for today's young people they'll put a fitted sheet fitted over the sheet, mattress blanket duvet whatever on top what duvet is. you don't know what a duvet is but some people know what a duvet 100% is 100% correct yeah you don't just don't don't put everybody else in with you but um so do you what what do you think you think that old people only use the flat sheet the flat sheets are going to go away so, so no. soon we're going to go to the store and not be able to buy sheets. We're only going to be able to buy a sheet. Well, you still can get the set. I'll be honest with you. I've never actually gone to the store and bought, and bought a sheet. So I don't know what you haven't bought said. anything. See, never. yeah. So that's why you don't know about these things. But if you go to the store now uh-huh. and you want to get a high quality sheet, right? High thread count sheet. Yeah. Does it make sense to, I mean, they're selling them if they sell them in separate pieces and that's how they sell them right no you can get you can you get can them. buy singles yeah i you just can, assume they're like shoes no they don't come together, they come together. All, all the no and, and you can buy them together but stores have them separated out so you could kind of mix and match your patterns if you want to you don't have to be you know all solids if you want to have a solid and then a floral you can do that but yeah so um I I might be I can understand why it's not the the because the sheet and we've talked about this like you're like oh it has to go this way it's not supposed to go that way You always try to put have, the tag at the top that's uncomfortable It's not a, there's no tag on at the top You try to you flip them the wrong way Put the tag at the bottom For like fold down service like somebody's folding down somebody's sheet folding down nothing I know that's you're why not you need the tag at the bottom The tag was at the bottom I don't think he knew how to make his bed before I told him how to Marine make Corps it. taught me how to make my bed. Marine Corps might have messed you up. Because <laughs> did the, did, were there any tags on any of those things? No. They probably made you cut them off and Speaking make sure you DIP. What's See messed your up? boy Kanye? Things are going bad. My boy Kanye? I'm just so, so there's a, there's a frame of thought that says that Kanye wanted out of all of these deals to get back his material so that he can then... He's bought... What was the site where they they had that that folks from like were were on uh paper pepper something like it was there the, whatever site that I want to say like Kunon was on that they shut down. Well, he bought this site, hmm. this like social media site with the whole premise of being able to launch and put his stuff out there. Gotcha. So I don't know, but I, I mean we all. I, I personally I mean, feel like Kanye might just be a little crazy. He, well, he, he, yeah. he might be off the rockers just a tad bit. I mean, look, you're the doctor and, on the show. I, I 
I know I'm not, but I have seen Kanye in moments where he is extremely intelligent, extreme, like just thoughtful, and you can see the talent. I mean, just well, people uber talented. I mean, we've talked about being, this before, and you right? say people said that he's a he's like a genius. I, I music, believe he is musical genius. So you know, there's a fine line between genius and insanity. It seems, and he but seems it does to show seem that he struggles. Show yes. his his. Because he's had moments in his life where he's just gone completely off the. But he always seems to come back, right? And, and but but I but again, I think that's. You know. He got some heat heat from the black community for the White Lives Matter T shirts, right. um, and you know. And he obviously doesn't care, right? I mean, he's his own person. I mean, he's demonstrated that over the years. And I, and I think that that's and not to say it's kind of like. When Bill Cosby was telling everybody they need to get an education and do certain things, and then he's off, you know, yeah. doing wrong That's tough. in in yeah. a whole another side of things, right? Maybe not to that extent, but I feel like he's not doing, you know, like because maybe because of his marriage being, you know, but but I falling but I, apart. It's just like he's not. Yeah. So he doesn't have anybody to tell him, man. You know, sit down and stop. And he seems not to want anybody to tell him. Nobody can tell him. That's anything. probably that's that's probably part of it where nobody is able to really help him get the help, you know, that he needs. Right. And when when you're at that level of wealthy, uh, and entitled, I, you can Just, surround yourself with people who agree with you. But I, but I do think, I, I think there's something there, you know, where, you know, mental health wise, he's he just struggles. Yeah, and he need he. Probably should seek out some help, yeah. And I think that's why his his um, marriage didn't right. last either. But speaking of struggling, I know the Commanders have won their last two games. Hey, Taylor Heineke is coming nice, through for the home team. Isn't it nice when you pay twenty eight million dollars to a quarterback who's doing just as well as the guy you were already paying hey, his two million dollars? Okay, to? man, his fingers right? hurt. Uh, but Taylor Heineke comes through. They beat the Packers. But the owner, the team owner of the Commanders, Dan struggling. Snyder. Dan Snyder's been struggling for a while. But, I mean, the, the team, the team yeah. has been struggling. Like, right along with them for the last 20 years, right? right. But uh, do you think the NFL will finally turn on Dan Snyder? Well, how does the NFL turn on Dan Snyder? How would that Well, happen? the other owners could vote him out. They would need 24 Owners. Out of the 33? 32. Is it 30, 32? So 20, you say 24? 24 would have to vote him out. And when, Jim Ursay came out. The, he owns the Indianapolis Colts. He came out very vocally. And said, we we're need ready. To, we need to vote him out. Yeah. He said, but he said 21. I don't know if he said 21 because he thought he, he know, had 21. He or maybe he or said he thought 20. the number was twenty one. He just didn't realize it was Well, he might have said he might have said I need twenty one, and I already have these three. Uh, right. I don't know what he meant. I got two others, including me. I mean, Ursay's had his own issues that he's you know dealt. I don't with. know, like, and you know, really, like these it's just a bunch of rich white people, because they're no black owners, saying, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna." No, uh, uh, the Vikings, um, I, I don't remember the name off the top of my head. 
Uh, Vikings do have. They have somebody that's like a black owner. Two, a 2% owner in the Vikings. No, no, no. Like majority owner. Majority owner's black. Okay. Uh, and then. I have to look that up. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, not black, but minority, uh, Shao Khan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know I think about, I I know about him. I'm pretty sure I got that wrong. You probably so did. Everybody yell at me on Twitter that I got his name wrong. But, um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, to your point. And there's a I few mean, women. Owners. That have inherited teams the, yes, from right, white men, right? Like the, I know it, the guy out in the Raiders, his daughter's running the show now. Yeah, largely a one percent, right? Club, yeah. I mean, it's, right. it's a billionaire's billionaire club, right? right. Um, but Jeff Bezos is knocking on the door, saying, "Hey, so he's trying to buy the uh, Commanders, you know. so that it could be the Amazons." <laughs> <laughs> and, that and would be funny, it, you know. I mean, somebody who. You know, owning an NFL football team doesn't matter, right? You, yeah. you know, he could like it's like when Kroenke bought the Rams and moved them out to LA, even though there was like a some million dollar fine. He took he, the fine. He and just said, paid okay. the fine. He's like, here you go, St. Louis. I'm yeah. taking the team to LA. Yeah. And I'm gonna go build this eight billion dollar stadium or whatever it is, you know. Right. Um, because that's the pocket change I have in my couch. I'm good. Yeah. You know, so I think the NFL is moving it's a different, in that direction. It's a yeah. different. That's a different breed of people. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like Dan Snyder being an owner or not being an owner. Although I did hear something on the radio about like when he, when people that he doesn't like are coming to the stadium, putting milk under the chairs and making it smell, <laughs> doing all kinds of silly stuff like that. Well, like the, who does that? The thing that made me laugh is some of the the complaints against him in, in the workplace harassment suits. Where that nobody could look him in the eye and everybody had to call him Mr. Snyder. Like, uh, I would last four and a half seconds working in that organization. Yeah. And I would be making fun of him the entire time about that too, right? So, I, you know, I don't know the truthfulness of any of these things, but when, I, when enough people have said the same thing, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? At some point, you got to believe, believe the people, you know, right? It's, it's hard to. Uh, you know, understand really what's going on there. So, yeah, that doesn't seem like a great human being. Um, and he's obviously uh, wasted a number of years of what was a very storied franchise in the NFL. Well, speak, we're going to stick with the NFL, but now okay. I want to ask you give it to you, me. You know, I'm the expert. You, okay, expert. You got it. Do you, can you name me the top 10 siblings? That have played in the NFL. Siblings. Okay, that's here, a tough question. Here, here's the point: how the points were broken out. Okay, okay. Pro Bowl Bowls one point, Player of the Year, play you know M- yep. MVP, all that stuff two okay. points, Super Bowl three points, Hall of Fame five points. Okay, so, so this is this is five. I'm look- sets of I, siblings. I have the top ten, and I'll give you. 10 through 6, and I want to see what your top 5 are. So, okay. rounding, starting off um, number 10, Devin and Jason McCourty. So, I would have had the McCourty's higher than that. I mean, they okay. both won the Super Bowl. I didn't ask you Patriots. for commentary. I'm just going to go down I'm the saying, list. They should have okay. been higher. Uh, Mike and Marquise Pouncey. Pouncey. Pounce. The, they could potentially both be Hall of Famers. Okay. I mean, Mike Pouncey, Sounds good. for sure. Future I didn't ask you for commentary again. Center for the Ronde Dolphins. Ronde and Tiki Barber. They got to be high. Number eight, 
Point-wise, they're not. And actually... Tiki, Tiki cost... Actually, I think Rondé won a Super Bowl with the Rondé had 11 points. Tiki had four. Yeah. And they had a total of 15 points. And they're tied the for... Giants with the Giants won the Super Bowl after Tiki retired. They're tied with the Ponsies. 15 points. Okay. Okay. How about these names? Champ and Boss Bailey. Well, that's because of Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey. Must have had like 30 points. 20 points. And Boss had 12. Zero. <laughs> right, right, right. Boss wasn't the boss on <laughs> no, the football. No, no. I think they played together for a year in Denver. Well, I don't know what they did, but I'm going to tell you what Boss didn't do. He, he came up with no One of points. Joe Gibbs' I, less popular moves, trading Champ Bailey, future Hall of Famer, for Clinton Porter's good running back. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Her- we, you, you're digressing. You're going off topic. I don't want to hear about gotcha, Clinton gotcha, Porter's because gotcha, gotcha. Clinton Porter's might be in federal prison right now. Um, Dan, yeah, Rob, Chris, Gronkowski. The Gronkowski's, yeah. Triplets. Which, which one? Well, Rob, multiple Super Bowl winner, future Hall of Famer, had a bunch of points. Twenty-one points. <laughs> yeah. Them brothers, the brothers said nothing. Goose eggs. <laughs> right. So the Watts, JJ, TJ, and Derek. Yeah, well, JJ and TJ have both been. JJ six comes in at yeah. sixteen, and TJ's seven. So that's the that's and the they're number. both defensive players. The other the other Watt was like a running back for a year or two. So that's that's the top five. That's that's number ten, oh, ten I mean, through ten six. through no that's ten through five. I gave you five. Oh, you gave me one. So now four. Three, two, and one. Who do you who do you have? All right. So you already said the McCordys. You already said the Barbers. I would have had them. I I would have put the Griffins on that list, but I'm guessing they're probably just outside of that. That's uh, Shaquille and Shaquem. Remember the one who didn't have a, a left hand twin. Yeah, they the make the list. Yeah. Yes, I remember them. Um. All right. So I know a pair that's on the list. The Kelseys, Travis and Jason Kelsey, are on the list. That's number four. Yeah. They each have. Jason, 12 points. Travis, 13 They both points. won a Super Bowl. So they, I think they're both future Hall of Famers. They probably are. Uh, the Sharps are definitely on that list. Shannon and Sterling. Shannon and Sterling are number two. With uh, They come in at number two with 34 points. Eight for Sterling and 26 for Shannon. Yeah, you know, Sterling's, multiple Super Bowls. But Sterling's career got kind of cut Did, short yeah, with, the in, with injuries. Yeah. All right, so you got two more that you need to come up with. All right. Time's running. Let's see. I'm gonna... um, I know who the number one group is. I'll, I'll say them last. Okay. I would guess the other one that I'm not thinking would be the McCown brothers. Nope. But they do start with an M. Well, the Mannings are going to be number one. Well, these guys start with an M also. And the brothers. My brother's know. name. Oh, the Matthews. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Matthews, of course. And their dad played, too. Well, I mean, the Mannings, their dad played, too, of course. So, Bruce comes in with 26 points, and Clay comes in with four. And you've already said the Manning brothers. Yeah. Um, yeah, they come, Peyton and Eli. They come in with, like, a gazillion points. Peyton has, like, 46 yeah. points, and Eli has... Multiple Super Bowls. They both won 16. two. Right. Points, and, yeah. And I think, they could have beat most of this list by themselves. Yeah. Peyton's a, a lock Hall of Fame. Well, Peyton's already Peyton's in, right? Peyton's in the Hall Peyton's of Fame. Peyton's already in. Eli, and Eli's on his way. You don't I think don't so? I don't put him in, but I think he, I think he, gets, he gets in. in. I think he gets in. I agree. I don't put him in. I would put him in the Hall of, of Pretty Good. Hall of Almost? There's none of that. Right. I would put him in the Hall okay. of Pretty Good. And, and, I mean, he beat Tom Terrific in two Super Bowls. You know, so you can always hang your hat on that. Every time you pass by Tom Brady, you can be like, whatever. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, there's something to be said for that. But, um, but, but what year was Eli Manning? I don't Pro know, Bowl, Bill, because caliber, I don't pay attention you know. to it. So, but you know what I did? You, you brought me into the fold yesterday um, for uh, the football game. The Manning cast. The Manning, Fantastic. Manning cast with yeah. uh, President Obama. He's great. Yeah. So I think I think that it's nice to have that relatability. Like I feel like President Obama was a relatable president. Yeah. You know, he kind of brings brings some normalcy. Yeah. And as and for as much as like um George Bush, George W. Bush. Forty three. Yeah, it's like he was he seemed relatable, yeah. like staff wise, like a a guy that you could relate with and well the folks that you know, I, messing I, up I, common words like <laughs> strategy, strategy. strategy. <laughs> always oh yeah he, he's on he's on par with some of us very relatable yeah i mean the folks that i knew that worked on 43 staff absolutely loved them the folks i knew that worked on bill clinton's staff loved him yeah you know, i wasn't in those circles when president obama was president but um but yeah just um you you know like that to me is like the people that you work with like and and how are you treating the people around you yeah. that to me says a lot right Yes, definitely. And that it's it's funny that you mentioned that they had something recently on like a a poll where they talk about like it's not a matter of working from home or working at the workplace, it's who you're working for and how yeah. productive you are and they talked about like productivity in people and if they if you have a, a toxic work culture, yeah. no matter where you are, it's still the toxicity still shows up. So yeah, well, you know, I mean, at work, you know, I teach the project management class, and that's one of the things that I go through with, with new project managers is uh, people don't talk about the organization they work for. They talk about, the to pe- your point, people. the person you work yeah. with, right? And, you know, if, if project managers, if leaders in the workplace aren't engaged, their people quit. And that's what we're seeing a lot of now is people realizing, I don't need this. I don't have I to can, work. I can, I can scale back and... Yeah. Do do something different and right. not put up with the headaches of and the pandemic. I think pull, pulled a lot of people into that. Right. You know? I don't. I don't need to live in this place where my house costs one point five million. I can live in the same size house in this other part of the country for two hundred thousand dollars. Yep. Work remotely. Yep. Work far less stress and, be, be and hours. Stress free. Yep. You know, and live the same way, same quality of life. You know? Yeah, that's for sure. And and I think that's what organizations need to realize is how are we treating our people and you know I, I think you there's see a lot that to be said for that and I mean we talk about the teaching industry right the teaching yep. industry I think suffers a lot from that because you have people that kind of go into power trips on stuff and as as teachers sometimes we let it happen to us it's all, I I I like to say don't let stuff happen to you right. But but some people let things happen to them and they take it instead of saying, hey, wait, I'm calling you on this. Yeah. It's not going to work for me. And just letting someone know that, hey, this this is where we stand. Um, but and, Well, and we continue with teachers. We continue to say, hey, you're this highly educated person who's very marketable. But we're going to put you into these not great working conditions. We're going to force you into over crowded classrooms we need to do something different you know, with the education you, right you know give you all and we're just gonna tell you to take it and we're not gonna pay you very well yeah and we're gonna tell you to take it well i mean so at some point people have you know the profession has decided to to take it right but how do we how do we take it back you know how do we change well, things? how many school systems are short on teachers now though 
and they're going to continue to be short yeah. on teachers. So we have to we have to learn to do things differently. There right. there has to be a, dif- a different model for teaching. When are we going to but prioritize education? We don't have time to talk about that. Future topic today, but edu- yes, yes, I I I got some ideas about how it could be fixed, but nobody would like my ideas. All right, you room for the Phillies or the Astros? Uh, uh should I be an easy answer for you. Why? You, you don't really care about either team. You only care about one person involved in this. Who do I care about? Dusty Baker. I do. I mean, really, until... We both want Dusty to get one. I, I would like Dusty Baker as, Nothing but a, class as a as a uh, veteran himself. Yes, indeed. You know, I'm always going to root for my veterans where I can. I would love to see him win the World Series. And, you know... But, you know, one of done, our... Done so much for the game. Done so much for our country. Yeah. Know, he's a hero. I, I'd like to see it, but, you know, you got the cheating scandal. But I guess, is this, is this he, their way to come out of their cheating scandal and to redeem themselves? That's as, why they... Well, they hired Dusty for a cover. And one, he's an outstanding manager, but he's also the most likable guy in baseball. So I'm quite certain that both things played into why they hired him. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and then another Kind of like why the commanders hired Ron Rivera, right? I mean... They need uh, the check ups, box. Stand, stand up guy. He's showing Everybody that he can't be him. the GM, but he, he might be a better coach. Yeah, just, just he, he, he's easy one going. of the most likable easy going. figures, okay. right? And, and, and somebody everybody respects. Yeah. You know. Well, some news just came down out of Russia. The Brittany Griner's appeal was denied. Oh, no. So she'll be... That that sentence is uphold, and they say she'll be sent to a Russian co- uh, colony or something, whatever, work colony, prison colony, whatever they do over there in Russia. I don't know. Don't get arrested in Russia. Well, heck, I'm like, why are you bring the stuff into Russia in the first place? But, you know, and then and then there was a Russian prosecutor or, or an attorney that said that typically the, what she did would be a finable offense. So clearly, we already know because of the United States involvement with assisting the Ukraine. Ukraine, yeah. You know that Putin's looking for anything in any way to. Yeah, she's a pawn in she, all of she's this. She's definitely, right? and yeah. I, unfortunately, you know, like how's it affecting her career? I'm like, you were going to Russia to play basketball, and now you're in in prison, not able to do anything. You know, it's just that's ridiculous. Well, I just but, I mean everything from I mean, her health to her. You know, just I mean, physical, mentally, I just I can't imagine what she's dealing with. Right. Um, when it just it it certainly is unjust. Um, you know, I mean, some people are gonna say, well, to your point, like don't she bring should, marijuana. She to shouldn't Russia. have had the the CBD the, yeah. oil in no, in I, the. I, and I agree with that, but but let the punishment fit the crime, and and I don't think that's what we're seeing. No, it doesn't. So we'll yeah. see in the in the coming, hopefully weeks, yeah. months. You know. Some sort of exchange happened so that she can, you know, return to American soil. But. Well, one thing that is just, though, is that on the deacon and the doctor, we don't do no overtime. No overtime for me. So we've no come to the end of another uh, great show. Thank you all for staying with us. And we look forward to seeing you next week. I'm out.